it says you're live. There you go. There we go. We're live. Go for We're it. live. Great. Well, I'm glad I'm alive. I'm glad, I'm I'm glad you're alive. The smell will be grateful. <laughs> Hello, uh, everybody. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and any other living creatures and beings. Uh, welcome to the Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes from HealingTheMind.co.uk, as well as the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect with this gentleman. And tonight's episode of, uh, or tonight's topic of discussion. I might yes. say, is uh, how to know if something is working for you and yes. actually know if it's working for you. Not, you know, make stuff up, but actually how to know if something is working for you. Uh, but before we just start discussing uh, this topic in detail, um, we're, I'm going to introduce the man of mystery himself, the uh, the true walking encyclopedia of mental health and emotional health and physical health, uh, the author of the book, The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, uh, and also the DTO handbook. I have got none other than my good friend and my business partner, the great and amazing Jonathan Shaw. Good evening, John. Good evening. Thanks for joining us That's yet right. again no in the awesome studio that we have. It's a great studio. It's, it's a great beautiful. studio. Yeah. Even though we've had a few complaints recently. About, have we? Yes. Is there complaints about our studio? Yeah, we've complaints about studios because uh, there's not enough colour. There's not enough colour in, in, in our podcast. Not enough colour in our right, podcast. Okay. I wear a white shirt, you wear a white shirt, white background. And so a few of my clients have said, yeah, miss, it's all grey. It's all grey. And I'm right, like, okay. so tonight I've gone for the purple. You've coloured up. I've coloured up. You've coloured up. I've coloured up. And uh, so tonight, hopefully it won't look so grey. And you've got a blue top on. So anybody who's watching now, you don't have to write in and complain about the fact that we're not very colourful. No. So, so tonight Steve's coloured up. Next week I will black up and I'll do my impression <laughs> of Al Jolson. Um, I know that's not politically correct, but who gives a shit? Yes, who gives a um, shit? No, exactly. Um, um, I thought it was funny. If, um, if, and if you are offended by that, give us a call and we'll oh. switch that on for you. So, uh, which is exactly what we do. So anyway... Uh, uh we've been it's been a few weeks since our last podcast uh so uh, it has actually it has been, yeah, it's been a few like, weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um so uh just really just how are you mate um, i'm good i'm very well actually i'm very very good yeah i'm good i've been i've been trained uh i've been really busy um and uh had some interesting clients and uh uh been really super busy really so since i've been back been really busy i've been really busy since been really been really been busy super busy yeah, clients, but been yeah, super busy. yeah i've been super busy uh yeah. so because i've been so busy I, i've not had a lot of chance to stop and do anything really didn't think about what you're doing to talk about doing. it no i don't even know why, why i'm here or what i'm doing yeah. um you just Thanks said joining us and, and we'll here. see you next week yeah, um, yeah uh, no, it's all good then yeah all good yeah very very yeah, good. yeah i just yeah. want to say um i mean i've been obviously i still do i still do work on myself all the time consistently and uh, I just want to say that we've discovered a new, more accurate way of uh, of uh, switching stuff off. So we had the model, which <laughs> works geniusly, uh, but this has gone another level. And it seems to have, uh, I mean, I've just gone through two sessions with something which is quite big for me. Um, and normally, because of the amount of stuff that's happened to me in my life, it takes a long time. Mm. We have to work through a lot of sessions to get rid of stuff for me. Uh, but this has just got rid of it more or less in one and a bit sessions. So, yeah. uh, which is a real, which is a game changer for anybody that's wanting to do the work. And it's also going to help myself and you get rid of this stuff 10 times quicker than what we've done in the past. So yeah. that's a real big breakthrough. So I don't, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Or? Yeah. So I've, I've had a, a really fantastic um, uh, week. I've, come, I've discovered this little process and actually it all came out of an argument I had with my girlfriend. <laughs> So if you're watching, she knows she knows this. It's totally okay. So I had an argument with my girlfriend and um I got triggered on the argument and I got triggered because I, I felt like um I was being criticized. And I had another trigger as well, which I didn't recognise it was a trigger um until the next morning. But I, I knew I felt criticized and my response to that when I was feeling criticized is to go within myself and hide. And so I, I got off the call and it was late, I went to bed and and so the next morning I got up and I was um, sitting down to do some DTO to clear that. And this other trigger popped in my head that, that she'd said to me. And it was about one of my responses to, to the situation in life. And I, I, I kind of realized I was doing it. But when, when she said it to me, it was very clear in my head. And this the combination of her saying this and this idea that's been bubbling away in me for a couple of months now of how to speed DTO up, how to go directly after fight and flight response um uh just suddenly popped in my head like a giant puzzle 
And since then, I've been able to, we've been able to switch things off very, very quickly. Uh, things that previously were sticking or stuck. So if someone was very, very stuck, like Steve and myself to a certain degree, um, it speeds it up tenfold. Uh, a mo usually with ETO, it speeds everything up tenfold anyway. But certainly for people who are very, very stuck and have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff running, this speeds the whole process up even quicker. And for people who are easier, who don't have that running, it speeds it up for them even faster as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So for someone like Steve, would take 16 sessions to get rid of something. In two, maybe three sessions, that thing's gone. And for someone who'd normally take take two sessions to get rid of that, in half an hour, that's gone. I mean, I literally switched off um, one of my friend's abandonment issues in 15 minutes. So she felt completely abandoned, and she had it for years, and we've worked through clearing it before. But I did this new process... And within 15 minutes, it had gone. And also, at the same time, her back pain reduced by 60%, literally in 15 minutes. It was like magic. And to and what's special about that is that DTO traditionally focuses on triggers and memories. So we go after memories and triggers. But now, DTO can clear themes. So we can clear a theme with DTO. And what I mean by that is an abandonment issue or feeling judged or feeling criticized. And I'm... I'm I remember when I sat down and switched this criticism off, this feeling of being criticized. It's the fastest thing I've ever switched off in me um, when, I, when it comes to a theme. Usually with a theme, you have to find all the memories and all the triggers within the theme and switch those off. And while that's very, very good and works really well, if you've got a lot of memories, a lot of triggers in that theme, it can take time. Whereas now we don't have to do it. It yeah. seems we don't have to do that. We just literally go after the theme itself and switch that off. And that speeds everything up really, really quickly. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. I've been trying it on people loads. Yeah. Um, I'm looking people forward who to... are willing to do it with me. I've been trying it on. Yeah. And uh, it's it's worked unbelievably well and unbelievably quickly. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's and great. I've it's noticed great. massive shifts in me it's as well. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got to say that. I've just, but I've, I mean, we just just before we done this session, I've just had uh, half an hour and it's just cleared some really big stuff. So if I'm if I'm a little bit jaded. You know why? Yeah, great excuse. That's, that's right. It's, it's a great excuse. excuse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So you're all good. Yeah. No, I'm very, very well. Yeah. I'm doing that and then create and discovering this thing that I've been trying to get my head around for two months is really, you know, good. And uh, I'm just really nice and chilled and just, 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 just getting on with life, really. Yeah. Um, just, just, uh, just enjoying my work and it's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, uh, so I was um, talking to one of my clients on. She's she's a lady in New Jersey. Yeah. American lady, and uh, because I I come off Facebook a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, or last week, I say I come off of it. I mean, I've had to post this stuff, but I'm generally not engaging in it anymore. Mm. Uh, I just, I mean, we've done all the podcasts talking about viruses, how you don't catch viruses, what causes sickness, what causes illness, yada, 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 yada. And every day I'm just breeding all this nonsense. People that I know just spreading fear, you know, people saying they've got, you know, people, I said six months ago, we said six months ago, if you're going to keep on wearing the masks, by the time it June gets to get to winter, winter everyone's going to get sick. Yeah. Guess what's happening? Everyone's, everyone's getting, getting sick. Pneumonia's a great, a good one, and a lot of people get pneumonia. But it's not just pneumonia; it's COVID pneumonia. It's not. The, and <laughs> I'm like, pneumonia. just everything now. <laughs> every single sickness and illness is now this, and it's yeah. and it's really pissing me off because logically. That's impossible. It is impossible. It's you totally know, impossible. And, yeah. and, you know, once upon a time, you used to have chest infections and you used to have illnesses and sore throats. Now, not everything, every every illness now is, doesn't exist anymore. No, Every it's just single COVID. thing is just COVID. And, yeah, yeah. and it's really pissing me off because the reason I say it's pissing me off is because we spend a lot of time and effort and energy trying to look. We've learned this stuff. We do it day in, day out. We work with people. We're not just making stuff up and telling people this stuff because you know it would just why would we do that it would be no benefit to us and we do switch off a lot of stuff in illnesses and people so we know what causes it and we've told we've explained about this i've been putting videos out about this and unfortunately there's a big chunk of the people that that are on my facebook page that are obviously not watching my podcasts for whatever reason they're not interested in what we've got to say and the problem is is that they're now stuck in the mainstream media belief system they're stuck in this all this whole crap that's being pushed we know it not to be not to be a hundred percent accurate, and it's not uh, accurate. And it's uh, not even well, and, and you know, and I go through and I go through my feed, and all I'm seeing is this fear and the, the vaccines and all this stuff, and I'm like, 
what how much more of it i can't do anymore now and yeah. so i've just like said you know what i'm done with it if you want to believe that and you want to lock yourself in your house and act like complete paranoid and lunatics and sit in front of the tv and scare yourself to death and everybody else around you uh you're welcome to that and i can't engage in it anymore and so i can you can only really help the people that want help yeah. and so um and and it's not i just it was just it was starting to which comes on to about this topic if it's not working for you stop doing, stop doing it. it so and it, i just found that, that facebook wasn't working for me and no. uh and i just can't handle all of the people that aren't willing to do any research look into the truth find out facts and just parrot fashion everything that they're just seeing on the tv and it, and it and it saddens me and it upsets me because society right now is messed up because of it so i've just come off of facebook but uh, and i was telling one of my clients that she's in new jersey and I was thinking about, I was having second thoughts about doing these podcasts because I'm thinking when well, I'm not really, you know, I'm reading my Facebook page and I'm thinking, well, no, I'm really listening to what we're saying or taking it on board. So anyway, I was having second thoughts of whether I was going to continue doing these as well. And uh, I was with a client on Wednesday and like I said, she's in America and we was having a chat over Zoom and she said, oh, no, she goes, I love your podcast. She said, I get my little dog and I go for walks and I listen to you yeah. two guys. And that really hit home for me that, do you know that what we are actually doing there are a group of people that are taking it on board and learning from it and using it and it's benefiting them yeah. so uh for, so for me i thought well you know i will carry on doing this and and then that night you said we're going to do another podcast i'm like okay great so so here we are so and, and i've had the same thing i've had people say they love listening to the podcast now they, they listen to it and they look forward to listening to it yeah. and and for everyone who is you know does look forward to listening to the podcast we're very grateful thank you so much um it's nice to know people do listen to it and we hope you you're enjoying it and, and getting a lot of benefit out of it and, and people are learning from it people, because yeah. you know we've spent i spent a long i mean 20 years you've been doing this yeah i've been learning about the brain and the mind for oh, well over seven years and doing this as a as a full-time occupation healing people fixing the illnesses and diseases and you know and especially the mental health stuff mm. um you know we we we, talk, we this is experience this is fact this is what we're actually doing mm. and i say to this I say to people that come here, when do you go to a doctor and he actually makes you better? Yeah, you no, don't. It no. just doesn't. You go to a doctor, he goes, yes, 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 yes. Gives you, makes an assessment and then off you go. Well, that isn't making you better. What we actually do is heal people. We make people better because we know what causes it. So um, so uh, we're not imparting this information like a couple of nut jobs, that are, you know, making up stuff and creating this fantasy you world. You speak to yourself. I'm, I'm the, very nuts. Yeah. I'm completely <laughs> mental. Yeah, but... Um, Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah. You have to be. You, you have to be today. Yeah, do no, yeah, 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 yeah. But do you know what I mean? We're not telling people this information, and then uh, because we're just crazy, you're a couple of crazy loons. So it's no, all based on no. it's all based on experience. It's all based on fact and evidence, and it's evidence driven. And if you're willing to take that on board, then you're going to have a a much better life, and you're going to be able to address your problems better. And um, and so you know, so here we go. So. Uh, um, that's why I'm really I've sort of That's backed out of it out. really, but I'm still going to do the podcast. Well, so. all, all of social media is a bit silly at the moment, so everything's really going on social media. The world is a bit silly at the moment, and uh, in lots of areas, there's loads of silly things going on, um, which is actually highly amusing at the moment. It is highly amusing. Uh, and, and that it's, making, it's, it's literally absolute... making me chuckle. I'm literally laughing my head off every morning, every day. In between clients, I'm laughing my head off at the silly things that are happening in the world that, that people aren't seeing as really, really silly. Did you see the inauguration bit with Joe Biden? And one minute it was, he was just, he was standing there and he's about to put his hand on the Bible to do whatever it was. Yeah. And there was a woman in a yellow and a white coat, coat. Behind, and a pink Another dress. One. Yeah. And then instantly it flicked and that woman had gone and the woman standing next to her had gone and he's doing, and then he's done. He's still doing the Bible. So I know. They've really screwed up. So that whole thing is not what we, that whole inauguration thing, eh? what we've been, what you're seeing on the news. There's, there's so many so things I've seen on, on the actual, live stream video that that, that show it, it it was actually not a complete live stream video because yeah. things keep disappearing People reappearing disappearing and... um you know th uh, things know. in it don't really make a lot of sense you know um there were things missing from the inauguration that should have been there yeah uh that have been there for every other president yeah um you know apparently joe biden didn't even attend it 
with 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 uh, he had to hire his own aeroplane to get there. Yeah, um, that's not normal. Um, so and nobody there, all flags. Yeah, nobody there. No one there. No one there. Flags. And and you got the the the, the, the Bill and Bill and the Bill Clinton and uh, the Clinton. Oh, the photos. They were completely different people when you yeah. actually go and look and. Look if you and compare look. photographs, it's quite quite bizarre. That, yeah. that I actually showed my mum a photo. Now my mum knows nothing about politics. Nothing at all. She's yeah. not interested in it. And she doesn't know anything about American politics. And I showed her a photograph with, with Biden's, uh, the old, the, the Biden from a few years ago and the now Biden close together. And I said, what do you think of that, mum? And she looked at him and went, that's not the same that's person. Not the same person. <laughs> so I was we like, well, it, it, it's supposed to be the same person, but they look like two yeah. different people. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if you only see them separately, yeah. but put them together, it, they look like totally different people. It's yeah. very, very funny. I feel like that clean now, picture. I'm not saying what that is. I'm just saying it looks very, very funny. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, like, what um, I'm going to say is it's, it's like a movie, and whatever's playing out is what we're, just, and the media are, are just pushing this stuff out. I don't know what the end game is, no. but I think this is all for. I think it's all moving in a very, very good direction. Oh, I think we're exposing, direction. we're starting to expose the fraud of the mainstream media, which I've been banging on about for a very long time. And everything you see on your TV isn't real. And it's all like, it's all created for you. So, and I think, uh, give it maybe six to eight weeks. I think we're going to see a lot more of this exposure and how they're I, doing it. I, I mean, the whole, that, did you see the one with Biden doing these executive, uh, writing the executive orders? Yeah. And it's in a studio. It's in a studio. It's not even yeah. in a real it's, White House. It's not, no, it's, it's not. Like, it's in, it's, so it's in one of the studios, the, the TV studios. What, what is the purpose of that? Um, and, and, and the president doesn't do that. The president does not go to a studio of a set of the White House <laughs> yeah. to sign executive orders. Yeah. He does it with in a the car White park House. through the window. The car park through the window, yeah. <laughs> and signing it with the wrong hand because yeah. Joe Biden's right hand is yeah. traditionally, and he was signing it with his left hand. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it, all these things just don't make sense. It's yeah. not logical, um, and it's not something that it's done in the past. Uh, my girlfriend sent me this great video, a TED talk from 2018, yeah. of this guy showing how they can um, fake a person talking on camera. And yeah. he put a bar up. He put four clips yeah, of a bar up. They're called deep fakes. They're deep fakes. Yeah. He put four clips of a bar up and said to the audience, right, which one of these is real? Yeah. And he went, none of them. <laughs> and all bar it's a barmer talking, and you see his face, it looks like him, and they all look slightly different. Uh, um, and none of them are here. It's scary. It's and, scary, and what, like, they, well, it's scary what they can do with CGI now. It's scary yeah, because it's you amazing. don't know what's real. I did and what not isn't. know you could do that. I mean, yeah. I know in movies, yeah. but not what he was showing. Yeah. I was like, wow. That's well, if they incredible. can do it in movies, they can do it in the live. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly so, so, so everything it's... everything has to come into question now. What you see on the TV, and I've been saying this for a long time. That I, that's why I don't watch it anymore because you can't believe any of it. No, I'm not even sure I, you're really. I can't believe I'm not. To be honest, I don't think you're. I think you're a hologram. I'm not even sure that I'm here. I could be somewhere else right now. We could well be holograms. Actually, do you reckon? Yeah. in the matrix in the matrix brilliant yeah. Um, so, so yeah so it's all very very interesting i find it highly entertaining and i've had wind of it for a few weeks now that things aren't uh things aren't the way uh that uh we think it is things reality are silly. things are just got silly, silly now yeah, yeah. and i think you're going to find now joe biden's got in yeah all of a sudden coronavirus will just magically disappear, disappear. it's just going to be gone they're well, going to come out they're going to say they're going to say oh hydroxychloroquine or whatever is going to be good which i said about in march, march that's yeah. all going to be helpful yeah. and then all of a sudden they'll see the pcr test the day after the uh, election who have come out yeah. and said oh all the uh, pcr tests you need to turn it down now because uh, all these positives keep coming up that's right on the day the day after the inauguration the world health organization announced yeah. that you need to turn down yeah the PCR test, something about it, because it's bringing back false positives. Yeah. So they need to bring that down. And also, uh, what I saw surfaced on the internet was a quote from Dr. Fauci stating that hydroxychloroquine actually works. Yeah, he did sold... that in 2005. 2005. Yeah. So that's resurfaced on the internet. Yeah. It's a quote from Dr. Fauci yeah. Yeah. stating it works yeah, for <laughs> SARS-CoV. It works. Yeah. Uh, and and so, I mean, all these things are starting yeah. to get released. Yeah, Donald Trump says that he's a nutter, but, yeah, now, but now, 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 now World not, Health Organization said and Fauci, oh, it's, it's gospel. Right. So anyway, so um, we're just going to watch this uh, pantomime. Yes, of the it election. is a pantomime. I'm expecting Julian Clary to pop out any minute. Uh, well, you do most nights. I mate. do, I know, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's more my fantasies. Um, yeah, I would, uh... I'm supposed to pop out in the White House at any minute and go, hello. Yeah. Um, so it's, go. it's very, very funny. So I just want to say uh, to a few people just said hello. So uh, hello, Mike. How you doing, mate? Um, just Hi, Mike. I do know the Yanks are never logical, but this is a pantomime. And what you're seeing on your news is not real. Don't no, buy into it. Don't watch uh, And also, hello, Amanda Babbage. Hello. It's the first time you joined us? Nice to see you. Hello, man. Uh, so, and there's, uh, I forgot quite a few people. Hello, Trevor, Samantha, Mandy. Hello, Andrea. 
Louise. Okay. Oh. is watching. Hi, Hi Louise. How are you doing? If you're still watching, uh, still need to know. No answer. Are you going to come and do, clean your house? Uh, and no, also, she's not. She's not no. no. Uh, Stephen, Mark, and Sue. So, hello, everybody. And anybody else that's not uh, on my personal feeds, hello to you as well. Yeah. John Hill, what's that on the wall? It's uh, some drawings. Yeah. Um, so, um, so he gets go. lonely, so he draws. I do, I do, yeah. uh, it's his hobby. Um, yeah. now that's over. actually the social media program actually behind me for Inside Out Effect. And that there is actually a drawing of a spa, which I've designed, which I'm hoping to win all this nonsense is all over, uh, that at some point I'll be able to open. Uh, for uh, It's got a health spa, clinics, DTO rooms, yeah. restaurant, lakes, um, it's got, um, you know, like log cabins. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, jacuzzi, sauna, swimming pool. Awesome. So that's my dream to have that. That's your dream. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I think that's amazing. That'd be brilliant. If anyone wants to sponsor us or, or, yeah. or, uh, put up the money, that'd be fantastic. Just drop us a, a, a line. Give us a call. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to get up and running cause that yeah. would really help. So anyway, Ria, not you. I didn't mean you. There's another Andrea watching. So just so you know, that wasn't you. Oh. And Tracy's just joining us. Hello, Tracy. How are you doing? Hey, hey everybody. Great. So uh, we are going to talk about how do you know or how to know if uh, things actually working. are really working for you? Because I think yeah. there's a big, big misconception that we have in life. We we go through life, we get educated, we meet somebody, we settle down, we get our job, we have certain people come into our life, our, all different sorts of things in our environment. And generally, we think that, uh, you know, we think things are going well for us. And when generally they're not or, you know, we know things aren't going well for going working the way we want them to tripping over myself there yeah. and so what we want to do is uh we want to talk a little bit more in detail about exactly how to know if something actually is working for you yeah and there is six simple things that um we can apply to our life or or can apply to any situation relationship job friendship anything like that really in anything there's six simple things that you can use to monitor or uh, uh, pop against to see if actually something's working for you unfortunately we live in a world where we just think we need to power through everything and you know we just have to stay strong and we can't change anything once we've made a decision we've got to stick to that decision and that's what causes us a lot of especially in relationships for example we make a decision and we get stuck there and it doesn't work and we stay there and stay there and stay there because you know of our guilt and our shame or the fact that you know we don't identify that it actually isn't working for us and it's the same for jobs and other things so yeah. there are six things that uh, we are going to talk about today. And if you take these away and apply these to your life, you will actually find out that you will, your life and your situations and circumstances will change for the better and your life starts working for you. So do you want to start then, Mr. Uh, Shaw, with uh, number one, which is, uh, to well, do you want to talk about it? I'll talk about it. Before I get into the six things, uh, I want to explain a little bit about yeah. the six things. So you can use these six things to determine to make good decisions to work out if you want to do something or if you don't want to do something. Um, you can use it for environmental things or we use it for how we're feeling to work out if an emotional thought is working for you. This is the question we ask in the DTO process to get the brain to recognize if what the person's thinking or feeling is actually working for them. Because that's one of the biggest problems that people have. They don't realize that what they're thinking and feeling is not working for them. And well, I, that also leads to their behaviours because the thoughts and the feelings yeah. lead to the behaviours and their behaviours doesn't work the for them. The behaviours don't work for them. So you can use it with a behaviour, you can use it in action, you can use it with a decision, you can use it with anything external, and I'm going to give, we're going to give some examples of that. Uh, but it's important to know because you can actually start taking control of your life and working out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I want to explain where it comes from. So uh, these six things are actually the six things that when we are ill or when we have a shock or a union moment it affects all six of these areas they are six areas of our life that are the most important for us and when one these become affected whether it's one or multiple of them that's when we become sick and diseased so it also goes that if uh we're having a, any problem in life even if it's not illness let's say it's a, a decision we're trying to make to go for a new job or make more money or or have another relationship or not having a relationship if we look at these six things, it will help guide us as to whether it's the right thing for us or not. And whether now, a person's the right person to have in yeah. your life, for example, as well. Now, I will put a caveat on that and say that, you know, if, if, you, if you're dating somebody and um, you're questioning whether it's working for you, you're not sure if it's right, and you run down this list and quite a few of them are missing, you may then think well, it's not working. However, that could be your unconscious blocks. That could be your sabotage 
running it could be your fear of relationships and everything else so so with that scenario be a little bit mindful of that if you're running um a fear or or you feel like you have to run away from the situation then that's a good sign that actually it's not that it's not working for you you're just in fight and flight at the moment yeah so be mindful when you're doing this that you're not in fight and flight because if you're in fight and flight over the thing you're trying to decide where it works for you you're going to get a false decision you're going to get, get a, a false, false positive a like false positive like PCR yeah. test. it's almost like the pcr test you're yes. going to get a false positive yeah um so for instance you know if you're thinking oh, i've got to break up with this person i can't live like this any longer that's more of a fight and flight state. That's more of a run state. Well, depend, I think there's, yeah, but uh, you, you got to depend on what them circumstances are, really. You uh, know, that's the, that's the thing. You can't... There, there are, yes, but obviously, my, the exception of abuse, um, you know, it, it, even if even if it's a true thing, you still shouldn't be in fight and flight when you make the decision. No. So you well, can, it's always the wrong decision anyway. Yeah, so you take the fight and flight out, yeah. and you may still recognise it's not the right person to be with, or you may recognise actually something else is going on. You're guilt but, and shame. Yeah, but <laughs> you can only recognise that once a fight and flight's out. But anything else, as long as you're not in fight and flight, if you're just trying to make a decision or move forwards in life or decide what to do, then you can use this as a, as a good test, as a good benchmark to see whether it's working for you and also your emotions and thoughts. Yeah. So there are six things that, that, uh, that make things work for us and they cover every important area of our life. So the first one is... Is it making you feel emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful, and peaceful? So I, I urge you to write these down. I encourage you to write them down because you're going to forget them. Um, so write them down. And and one of my clients the other day, I spoke to briefly. And she said she's actually put this on her phone now as a screensaver so she can see it all the time and check in with herself and go, is this working for me? So the first thing, is it making you feel emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful, and peaceful? Yeah, because I just want to add, because sometimes we think that things are working for us when they're not. No. So, so because of our guilt and our shame that comes in, or sometimes there's a there's a secondary gain to the thing that we actually want. For example, mm. we actually think those things are working for us, yeah. And uh, and socially as well, you know, you might have people that aren't working for you, but because you, if you didn't have them, you wouldn't have any friends. You think, well, I wouldn't have any friends if I didn't have them, so it was working for me because I've got friendships. So there is like there is like things that we need to be aware of that. Sometimes we can look at these things and think they are working for us when actually they're not, no. which is a big mistake I made with a lot of the stuff I've done in the past. We actually think that things are working for us, but actually they're not. So I just want to point that out because no. I can see some people sitting there going, well, actually, you know, it does work for me, all right? But are you actually, when you really think about it, is it working for you? Yeah, um, so the reason people think that something's working for them know, is they don't understand this list. They don't understand what working for them means. So they think it might be working for them because uh, they're, they're making enough money to get by and survive. So that's working for them. Um, but if they actually ran it through this list, they realise, well, they're not really happy and it's not making them feel safe and secure and they don't feel they great. They don't see connected. their children. They so, don't get to spend any time at home. They can't, no, they don't, can't exercise. They can't yeah, so it's not actually working for them. But unfortunately, as human beings, we think, well, we have to accept situations. We can't change things. So we often don't. But the first step to changing a situation or changing your response is recognizing it's not working for you. That's your first step. Because if you don't recognize that, you're not going to want to change it. You're going to not going to know that it needs to be changed. Yeah, that's, we go to not we so, normalize stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. You know, it's okay. I mean, good days and bad days. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, yeah. you just, just take the rough with the smooth. Exactly. Yeah. And all those. You can't have your cake and eat it. Can't have your cake. And which eat makes it. no sense because if I've got cake, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking eat it. Um. So I don't get it. Um. Yeah. So basically, you need a way to work out if what you're doing or the way you're behaving or the way you're thinking and feeling is working for you. And this is a great process to run it through. Right. So let's start again, because I've just had a few people. Hello, I just want to say hello to Gail. Uh, uh, Andrea, not Ria, the other Andrea, uh, she said, can you repeat the first one, please? So let's, I, should we, let's go through this. We'll, okay, we'll go through this one at a time, uh, briefly, yeah. and then we'll I'll go through them one at a time and give it examples, okay? So I'll, I'll, I'll make it fair. I'll do the first three, and Steve can do the second three. Uh, I don't want him to feel left out. So um, the first one. Is it making you feel emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful, and peaceful? I'll say it again. Is it making you feel emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful, and peaceful? We will explain this in a second, so don't worry. Second, number two. Is it making you feel mentally clear, focused, with clarity? 
So is it mentally making you feel clear, focused, with clarity? Number three, is it genuinely making you feel physically strong and energized? When I say genuinely, I don't mean a false strength like anger. Anger is actually a false strength. Uh, feeling powerful is a false strength. A genuine strength is just natural, where you feel strong, confident. Uh, composed, composed, grounded, stable. Yeah, that's a good physical strength. So those are the first three. Emotionally, joyful, happy, peaceful, and wonderful. Mentally, uh, clear, focused with clarity. And physically strong and energized. The last three. Are you ready to do the last I'll three? I'll let you last three. I'll oh, give you last three. Thanks, mate. Oh, it's, it's about sharing. That's making me feel very emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful. I used to watch it's, the Care it's Bears. It's working for me, that is. is it right. So caring number, is sharing. <laughs> so number four uh, is, does it spiritually or energetically make you feel grounded and connected? Yeah, so just grounded and connected. Does it make you feel just a-okay, just spiritually and energetically? Um, is number five is environmentally, do you feel generally safe and secure in your environment? Okay, so that's just basically you feel safe and secure, you've got no worries, you have no fears about what's around you or anything or in your in your environment as such. And uh, number six is socially, uh, everyone around you is warm, loving, kind and friendly. Including yourself. Including yourself. Thanks, mate. It's all right. I didn't, I didn't remember that. You didn't want. I didn't want to that. I'm going to Did you not? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> right. So they're the six. So shall we go into a little bit more detail? Yeah, go into a bit more detail. Um, so, so make sure you write those down. If if any if you get, we'll we'll post it below. We'll post the image of it below. If you forget, just drop a message later on tomorrow. We'll post the image of it below. But what do we mean by these things? Because there are people that will, it will bring up some questions that people won't understand. So if your if your question is something's working for you, and the first one is, well, is is let's say your question of feeling. And one of the obvious things might be grief, for instance. And someone's going to go, well, is it making me feel emotionally happy, joyful, wonderful and peaceful? No, obviously the grief itself isn't. You know, that's that's not what we're saying. We're saying, is the emotion inside? Is what's happened doing that? No. But is the emotion inside the way you're feeling about it make you do that? And ideally, you, inside you, you should feel happy, joyful, wonderful and peaceful. There are times when you will feel sad like grief but if you're holding that grief for too long and you're no not going back to feeling happy joyful wonderful and peaceful then it's no longer working for you and the length of time you should grieve for is literally no more than three months tops and i would even debate that's too long if you're grieving for more than three months you are now in fight and flight so you haven't gone back to be feeling happy joyful wonderful and peaceful and i know i treat grief a lot i've treated grief for years it's one of the biggest things that cause chronic pain especially in the arms and the shoulders grief gets locked into there so with things like emotions of grief after three months if you're still grieving and you're not back to being happy and jolly and enjoying your life then that you're not you're that's not working yeah for i you. just want to point out as well is that generally uh, that's because you've now made that situation about you Yes, yeah, so you now feel you. you've either got a lot of guilt and shame about yeah. the person that's passed and the fact that because you know you'll for, you'll certain questions like yeah, but I miss him or you know I I, I didn't do enough and you hear that yeah. I, I I I you're now making it about you and the loss is not about the person the loss is about you that's right. so you're now making it about you so the grief now isn't about the person the grief is now about what you've made it about yourself and that because generally because of guilt and shames that you never done enough you didn't go and see him enough you didn't do this whatever do that behaving do. a certain way whatever you didn't do so yeah. that's why grief really is a should really only be a short period and anything after that is guilt and shame that you're holding on to uh, about yourself and how you showed up yes um so that's number one that's a, a brief example uh number two is is it making you feel mentally clear focused with clarity now no matter what you're going through you should be mentally clear about it you should be able to focus and you should have clarity over something even now in periods of fight and flight, you're not going to have that. So that's how you know you're in fight and flight because fight and flight takes away the clarity. It takes away the focus. So if it, whatever you're thinking or whatever you're trying to do is not giving you clarity, then it's not working for you. For instance, if you're working on a computer 24 seven and you're not having a break, that could actually fog your brain. So you could ask yourself, what well, is working on the computer 24 seven, making me feel mentally clear, focused with clarity. No, it's not going to. It's going to fog your brain. You do need to have breaks. 
Um, and if so, you're just experiencing that in your life, you need to go and look at what areas of your life are causing you to not think phys- uh, think physically. I don't know. Think can physically? you think physically? How can you think physically? I don't know. Well, That's they, a very esoteric question. They do say that men think with one particular physical part of their body. Um, I'm, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I'm so, more of a lesbian myself. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, like, you know, uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Yeah, you, look sorry. what area in your life it is that's affecting you to stop you thinking clearly or where it is. Because if you have got that running, there is something in your life that's making you not think clearly or focus or anything. You need to find out what that is. And when you find that thing, that's when you need to find out, or there's a good chance that that's not working for you. Yeah. It's a really good indication. Yeah. So this can be done in the reverse as well as thinking of doing something or where you're currently at. Yeah. It can be, it can be thinking about trying to do something that's coming up or where you are right now. now, Yeah. Um, So uh, the third one is, is it making you feel grounded and connected? Excuse me, that doesn't necessarily mean God. It just means what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning. It's like your purpose and your passion. So if you're doing something, if you're doing a hobby or you're doing a job, but you don't feel grounded and connected, uh, do it like you're all over the place, you're dashing around all the time, you're stressed constantly, then that's not working for you. Yeah. Now, that's not a sign you need to quit the job. It's a sign that you need to change something or the way you're doing it within the job. So these are not signs that you need to quit or stop doing it. They're just signs you need to change the way you're doing it. Potentially, there will be some occasions. Where I was going to say there will be some jobs that you're going to. There, there will be some you. things that totally don't work for you. You need yeah. to quit, but that, that's not in every case. Uh, you know, for instance, for me, um, one of the things that I hated in my job in what I do is writing emails. I don't like it, and um, so I recognised this wasn't working for me. But it was actually the emotional response wasn't working for me. Yeah. So I changed the emotional. So response. here's a great here's a great example. So was face was being on Facebook working for me? No, because no. the first one it wasn't emotionally making me happy, joyful, and peaceful. No, it was triggering the shit out of me to be quite honest. And I've had to switch a lot of stuff off stuff off around it. So straight away I'm like, is Facebook is being on Facebook working for me? No, it's not because it's because everyone's just writing this nonsense and going, it's not working for me because. So I got to number one. It's not working for me. I said, right, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not working for me. It's just actually causing me more distress than it is positive stuff. And so I've come off of it. So there's another really good example of is something working for you. And and social media does that a lot. It triggers a lot of people. So a lot of people are on social media. And actually a lot of people now realizing that that certain platforms on social media don't work for them. And a lot of people are moving away from it. Um, So you only have to go down one. If one thing out of the six is not working, it's not working. Yeah. I've never done this with anybody where I've got down all six things and all six things were working for them. If there's one thing missing, it's not working. Sometimes there's one, sometimes there's three, sometimes all six are missing, but it doesn't matter. Even if only one thing is not right, that is still not working for it. It must work on all six, on all six of them yeah. at the same time, 100% of the time, about 95% in life. So with the exception of grief, because obviously in the first couple of months, you're going to be sad and down. But you should be sad and down about what's happened, not sad and down emotionally on the inside because you're depressed as hell. You're sad and down about what's happened, that you've lost somebody, but you shouldn't be totally sad and down on the inside that you are feel like you're dying inside. That is not working for you. Um, so these, if one of these six things is missing, then it's just not working for you. So often I, when I start saying this to people, I, I don't get down very far because they find the first two things aren't working and and it goes away yeah now sometimes people think something is working for them so they think anger works for them so i'll they'll say to me i'm really angry this person did it and i'll go is that working for you and i go well yeah so then i run down the list one at a time and i'll say what well, is feeling angry making you feel happy joyful wonderful and peaceful and they'll instantly go no no <laughs> because anger can't do that anger can't make you feel happy joyful <laughs> wonderful and peaceful yeah. I'll get to the next one. I go, is it make you feel mentally clear and focused? And they'll go, no, <laughs> because it doesn't make you feel, it fogs your brain. Absolutely. I'll get to the next one. Now, the next one was it was challenging because I'll go, is it make you feel physically strong and energized? And I'll go, yeah, I feel pumped. And I'll change it and go, no, genuinely physically strong and energized. A genuine strength, a pumped strength or a anger strength it's a stress. is, it's is a, a stress. Yeah. It's false. Yes. It's not real. So it must be a genuine strength. Yeah. And you hear a lot of people turn around and say, no, it's good to be angry because you can use that anger to motivate you. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, are you mental? No, you can't. So what, you're going to have to be, so in order to achieve things in life, 
You're going to have to be angry all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, really uh, and, but people do. Work. Yeah, they, people do generally think <laughs> no, that. That's all right. Though. They think the anger gives them power. Yeah, it does. And, and, um, and it's quite interesting because you'll get some people think anger gives them power. You'll get some people frightened of their anger. So they don't go to their anger. So they suppress it. Yeah. Um, you'll get some people who, who um, uh, when they, they, they can only get make decisions or they can only do things when they are angry. They can't do it when they're not angry. And everyone's different when it comes to anger. So, but the anger doesn't really work for them at all. It's it's giving them, it's giving them what they want a little bit, but it's not giving them what they want totally the way they would like it. Yeah. And that's the secret. Yeah. The thing is, what a lot of people do is we want something, we're not getting it, and then we do something or we act in a certain way, and it gives us what we want a little bit, like love, for instance. Often, if we don't feel loved, we'll then try and do things to get loved as a child. And we might then, and as an adult, and as an adult, yeah, yeah, as an adult. And one of the things we might do is, is people please. People we please. might try and please someone. And what that will do is we'll get a little bit loved briefly, and then it'll get ripped away from us like massively, and we'll be devastatingly upset. But because we got it briefly, we keep going back to get it briefly. We don't realize we could get it completely and wholly. We don't realize we can have that because we've never had it. But because we get it a little bit by people pleasing, we keep going back to that response. Yeah. Instead of going, wait a minute, is people pleasing working for me? Is it He's making... only having that and then losing it and feeling yeah. really shit after working yeah. for me. Is that working is for that me? Is that making me feel mostly happy, joyful? No. no. See, most things fail at the first. They fail at the first, fail the first one. First one. Nothing, very few of those things actually make you feel happy, joyful, wonderful and peaceful. Yeah. So it, it also, stops right there. Yeah, but people also have ang use anger as well because it's a very image thing. It's a very it's a very image thing. It's a very egotistical thing. And it's like, it's a, it's a projection of who they want the world to see them as, you know, yes. especially with blokes who want to be seen as they can look after themselves and they're an alpha and they're a man and, and you don't mess with me and you've got sort of elements of it like that. But even that doesn't work. No, no. And, and a it lot, makes you a sick lot of as things. well. It'll make you ill as well if you keep doing that for a period of time. You physically will get sick as well. And ironically, a lot of things that we think works for us actually don't. Uh, and so I'm going to give you uh, an example of how I use this, not just emotions, but in, a, in a, a problem I was having in life. So this was going back a few years when I first created DTO. And um, basically what I was doing is I was skating everywhere. I was ice skating. That's one of my hobbies, in case you haven't been paying attention. And uh, I'm sure you have. Um, in case you're no one's going to pay attention to that, mate. No, they're not going to no. pay attention to that. No, I no, don't no, even pay attention, attention to that. Do you know no, what I mean? No, no, no. I've been in a few years. I'm saying, um, what did you do so, before you yeah, started? Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> um, so is that working for me? <laughs> no. Um, so I was doing ice skating once a week. Well, I was doing it several times a week, but I had a lesson on a Friday. But also on a Friday, once a month, I had a um, a meeting I went to, and it was a mastermind group where we'd all get together and, and, and we'd bang ideas out together and, and held each other accountable. And that was only once a month on a Friday. But what I was doing was, I live in Whitton. Uh, don't come and stalk me. You don't know where I am. I'm not going to tell you. I'm near the station. Um, uh, no, not really. Uh, so, Why would someone come to Whitton and cover you with margarine? I don't know. It was, <laughs> I don't know. So I could go to the doctor and say, I can't believe I'm not better. Um, but... <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Joke. Now the doctor's going to say that to you. I can't, believe, I can't make you better. Yeah, I can't make you better. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe it's your model that's wrong. Yeah. Um. Good old Rockefeller. So, uh, what happens is, is I was travelling to Chelmsford, and then I was having to cut my lesson really quickly, dash back up past Whitton to go to Colchester for the the mastermind group, and I was dashing around. And one of the things I don't like is rushing. I don't like dashing around because it distresses people. So I learned that never works for me dashing around. So I've made my life so I don't dash around. And I've learned how to not do that by not filling my day with lots of things. That was one of the things that didn't work for me either. I used to do try and do 15 things a day and never get any of them done. Not, not properly. So when I went to doing two or three things a day, I then got more things done in a week than I did ever in 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 lots in in years of doing trying to do yeah. things and i won't travel too far in a day either i won't travel to too many destinations because i'll travel a distance but i won't go to multiple destinations in a day because that is stressful but this right, particular situation short. yeah this particular situation i'm I'm trying to give examples of how things work and they don't i realize yeah. they weren't working so i changed it yeah because people they moan and they blame oh my god i've been so many places today yeah. well who put you in those places? Did you agree to those things? Yeah. If you did, then that's your fault. Uh, and, and I get it, but it stresses people. They don't realise they're not checking. Wait, this is not working for me. You know, one of my aunts, 
she um she uh, was a runner what was a hobby was a runner and they wanted her to do some kind of board thing and be on the, the board or something and uh, she was getting stressed doing it she didn't want to do it and i said well is that working for you and she went no i said well then email them tell you don't want to do it oh right okay <laughs> she could not say i mean she did it and she felt so much better once she just said i don't want to do this yeah. but she kept doing it for some reason not realizing not taking not taking responsibility for saying this doesn't work for me because you have to take responsibility if somebody's most not... people don't want to take responsibility they'll stay in the same situation trying to make it work when clearly it doesn't work so and i've done that many a times myself yeah especially we've, we've especially, all done it especially in business and and friendships yes and relationships and just we do and the problem is is i think there's some we're frightened of losing the thing that actually isn't working for us which is actually a it is quite mad yeah no there is we're more worried about worried about what we're going to lose rather than what we're going to gain yeah no there is always a fear of loss there so with certain situations like friends and things you're going to feel that fear of loss but sometimes certain relationships just don't work and sometimes it changes they might work for a while and then they don't work like ours like i was going to say yeah <laughs> so this will be our last podcast it's our last podcast um, i'm gonna uh, cut it off right now it's good night for me yeah. and it's good night no uh so back to the story um basically i was just dashing around too much so one day i just said to me is this working for me i said to me that makes no sense i said to myself is this working for me and i just said it in my head i didn't expect an answer straight away it was, it was a no to begin with so i then remember what's the opposite or better and when i asked that question i waited for a few days and then the answer came to me and it sounds stupid yeah. but all i did was i recognized it wasn't working i said what's the opposite or better and a few days later my brain went well you know what you skate several times a week. You skate every Friday. On the Friday, you have the mastermind. Just don't go skating. And I was like, oh, my God. So The thing is, I could have told you that like that if you'd you have asked me. I could have worked I, that out for you. I, you get, didn't have but to. I can't afford your knowledge and wisdom every day in my life. I can't afford to call you up and pay you. I mean, that's a very expensive phone call. <laughs> well, uh, and there are other expensive yeah, phone calls. Well, you can use Telegram now. I'm on, use, tele I'm on Telegram, Telegram, everybody. Okay. That's really great. Um, I love that. That's a great That's thing. a very, yeah, go on Telegram. Get on Telegram, get on Telegram yeah. Um, but anyway. But so, you so weren't we... in my life at that point. Well, I wasn't. So the no. point is that. I bet you wished I was. No, I do. But the point is. Uh, the point is that you can use it to make good decisions or decide or change your behavior once i realized that i just said to my instructor i can't make this friday and i then had a bit of a lay-in i drove to colchester got there in plenty of time i wasn't stressed and i was nice and great sure. well thanks for sharing your life story mate it's was that, is that very all right? very wonderful yeah i mean yeah. i'm so pleased about you yeah yeah you're skating yeah. and oh, it's I, great. I, well, so, I, I like to impart knowledge and wisdom with people especially it's you it's riveting yeah it's a riveting i'm most envious of your life i'm um, amazed you didn't do a joe biden yeah. fall asleep being interviewed <laughs> right so let's the move funniest on. thing i've ever seen a politician falling asleep on camera yeah, when you're, he's you're, running for president yeah i know it's funny uh, that's insane behavior yeah. so anyway number four was spirit spiritually so spiritually feeling grounded and connected so yes. I don't get too much into that because there's a lot of there's a lot of grey area in spirit in the spiritual elements. There's a lot of beliefs that are made and all the rest of it. But, but it's not from a spiritual it's just, thing. It's more of a case of uh, an energetic state. I would rather say it's just it's are just you a, ground and connected? If you're yeah. off with the fairies, if you're going into La La Land and going, oh my god, it's amazing, I can't believe it, then that's probably not going to work for you. Yeah. Um. You know, if you're if you're constantly you know up in the clouds, like yeah, I do know a few people <laughs> like that. If you're constantly up in the clouds all the time, and there's nothing wrong with being excited and having passion. But when you're up in the clouds all the time and you're not grounded, that that often doesn't work. I've seen so many people get super excited about something that never comes off. Yeah, and the other thing as well is that if you stay in that state too long, you've got to remember everything's a pendulum. So if you start there too long, then you're going to crash and go below here and go into real low states. And then you're then pushing yourself up into an up state because you don't want to be in the low state. And then you get caught in a cycle of swinging from feeling really, really high and feeling really, really low, which is sort of like a depressional thing as well. And that's yeah, what happens constant. as well. You're constantly on the pendulum. So, the, so yeah, so the spirit from a spiritual element it's just feeling grounded and just feeling like you know nice and i like to think of it more of an energetic thing an energetic thing where you're nice and balanced and you're just not you're not too you're not too swinging either way um that's how i like to feel which i think dto does great dto, DTO actually switches all that off and brings you back into that it brings you back to balance yeah, can i just say one balance. thing cookie <laughs> <laughs> um I, was I, was gonna say, I want to say one thing to you right now, but we're alive, and I okay, don't think the audience are going to like that. Uh, <laughs> children uh, might be watching. Children might be watching. <laughs> Possibly, it's true. Yeah. So, um, tell me later in private. I will. 
Um, okay, cool. So next one is uh, the environment. So that's a, this is a really key thing because I think every we are conditioned to our environment. Yes. And we react to our environment. And so if the environment isn't right, then I tend to believe our internal state isn't right either. No. So you've got to get the, the environment right. So the environmental one is feeling generally safe and secure in your environment. So that's, yes. And your environment can be everything from being in ho at home, being in your job, uh, just being in your social uh, elements, it applies to everything in your environment. So uh, a key thing is, is that if, for example, you're feeling very stressed or depressed or anxious or don't not, and you're in a negative state and it's and or you're finding you're having to do too much or put too much effort in to try and get the, the thing that you want, then generally I would say to I would go to say that uh, that that isn't working for you. So that's always a really good checklist. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's one of the key ones, really, because. Uh, much as the emo mental and emotional one is important because that's our checklist to see if it isn't working for us, the environment is really, really, really important because our environment is everything from the time we get up to the time we go to bed. So if the environment isn't right, and then you're going to find that your life isn't working for you in many, many, in many, many ways. And and the problem is, is that if we're in a, an environment where uh, it isn't working for us and we don't actually know that or how to change it, we can then start replicating that in other areas. So we can start having, we can be in that, we could be, for example, say this, we could be in the wrong, wrong friendships, then we could be in the wrong relationship, then we could be in the wrong job. And because what we actually do is we just, we make it okay. We make something up that's okay that isn't okay and there straight away now you're in a conflict with that and so that's not working for you mm. making things okay that aren't okay isn't working for you and uh and that's another really good measure it, it's a, a especially if you're very ill if you have like an autoimmune problem and you're very very ill generally that comes down to toxic people around you or toxic environments uh that you are that you are responding to but it is the environment in, in every really ill person i've ever met it's been a toxic relationship or a toxic work environment that's not working for them and often it's not just their emotional response it's actually the people that they're constantly around are a problem uh but the the actual environmental one is a can sometimes be a, a false positive because you can think what you're doing is keeping you safe in your environment so that's why you run through these six things if you think that so someone for instance um who is uh feeling frightened they can think the fear is working for them because it's keeping them away from the danger but actually all the fear does is draw the danger to you yes uh, ironically it does the exact opposite yeah, it does, yeah. uh, of the problem so the fear doesn't work for you but because <laughs> People think fear is a good thing and it keeps you away from it. You know, if I'm frightened of falling off a cliff, I won't go near a cliff. Ah, no, that's not true. Um, but what, so the fear can draw the thing to you. So in that case, it's a false. Well, it safety. is. A, if you're in any negative state, it's not working for you. No. That's a but, really but, good thing. If, I actually, especially, if you're feeling negative about anything, it's not it's working not, for you. So you need to go and check what it is. No. But the other thing is, sometimes positive responses don't work for you either. So while Steve's absolutely correct, anything negative doesn't work for you at all. Never, ever once. But sometimes a positive belief doesn't work for you as well. And we've said this before. Positive yep. beliefs positive are sometimes beliefs. the worst. Yep. And you can have one of the worst positive beliefs you can have about a situation is I'm such a good person. Yeah. Uh, and we all have that. I've had that in things. And Oh, I'm, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice I'm, person. That's clear. A lot, a lot of the stuff. A lot of the shame responses underneath the shame response is normally a positive belief. I'm a good yeah, person. I'm a good person. I, I'm a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. And and, 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 that, and that actually is what's causing the problem, that yeah, belief. That because belief. if you believe you're a nice person, anything that goes against your niceness is going to cause you a negative response. And yeah. So, and it's yeah. not that you're not a nice person. It's just you've linked it to a scenario. So let's say you've had an argument with someone and someone's gone against what they wanted, what they said they were going to do, and you're on your head going, oh, my God, I can't believe that person did that. They promised me. They promised, like, it's so unfair. I would why do that it, to them. No, why has this happened to me? I would never do that to them. I'm yeah. such a good person. Yeah, exactly. And it's the I'm such a good person that holds all of that in place. Yeah. And if you switch that off, all the rest of it will drop away. You will still be a nice person, but you're no longer making I'm a nice person. A, a, or trying a to project problem. it. Or trying to project it. Yeah, trying to project it. Because it has nothing to do with what the other person did. The fact you're a nice person has nothing to do with what the other person did. That has to do with them. Yeah. People's actions and behaviours are about them. They're not about you. So if someone does something to you, that's about them. If that person comes to you and say, you know what, I really wasn't happy with what happened. I'm really not comfortable. Uh, and can we just talk about this? That's a healthy human being. If someone acts in a certain way because you've said something wrong but won't tell you what it is, that's a very unhealthy human being yeah. because you can't you, – there's no conversation. There's no – 
there's no trying to resolve some people issue. just randomly disappear out of your life like that for no explanation but it's about it, them and, he, and you have to yeah. unlike for me i've had that happen a few times i'm like well that's not about me that's about that's about no. you at the end of the day so crack on and uh i'm still here when you change your mind <laughs> yeah when i come back i'm still here but um and don't get wrong it's very challenging to speak to people when they've done something wrong or we feel they've done something wrong yeah um and it's very challenging to do it without blaming or criticizing the person yeah. very important not to do that um one but, of the key things i've learned is whatever anybody does now it's not about me no and that's one of the key things now i just let it i just say okay because obviously anything other than that doesn't isn't working. Isn't working for you. So no. that's one thing I've learned. And I would used to react to everybody and everything all the time. Yeah. All the time I'd react to everything. And now I don't. Um and because I've learned that their response is about them or their actions and their behaviours are about them. It's not about me, because yeah. I generally don't do anything to make somebody yeah. react in a certain way. So if they are reacting in a negative way, then that's about them. So anyway. And, and I can prove it to you. All you've got to <laughs> do is think about the way you've reacted to what someone's done, and you'll probably be blaming them. But if you actually ask yourself, why am I reacting this way? You'll probably find that there's some guilt and shame in there somewhere. And if you think about that and go, well, so you think about an action you've done that someone didn't like, or you've disappeared on someone in the past, think about, why did I do that? Oh, I felt really embarrassed. I was embarrassed to talk to them. Someone got, felt ups someone got upset with me because I left some music on that they liked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People get upset about the crazy. See, but that people get you sort upset. of do something nice and they get offended. I, know. Like, I did. I thought you'd like that. You thought you'd like that. I How know. dare you do something like that? <laughs> God forbid. God forbid. Yeah. Um, so it, it's always the the person, the way the, per the other person acts. You may have said something wrong. You may have even done something wrong, but the way the person responds to that is their issue. Yes. They could just talk to you and say, I'm not accepting that. So my my example, you know, the I had this argument. You're not going to talk about skating again, are you? No, I'm not talking about skating. God but the example that. I gave you earlier with my girlfriend, you know, my, I felt that, that I was criticised. It was my feeling. I don't really think she was doing that. But what happened when she did that, I went inside myself and then I shut down. I closed off. Now, that's my response. That's a bad response to have. I shouldn't be doing that. I should be able to talk to her nicely and, and, and talk about it with her, um, which I did do the next morning. But I recognised that my response was to go inside myself and shut off. And when I shut off, I just close down. And, and then when I do that, I feel alone and I feel not understood. And I shut off even more and back away. And that's my sabotage running. That's me sabotaging the relationship because the relationship should be a good communication relationship. And if you're in a relationship like that, you should be best friends and be able to talk to each other. Yeah. And so that was, that was a, a just an example of how I recognize that my behavior to something that I perceived was, was a problem. It was yeah. the way what, I behave. And what we always generally do is blame the other person, blame, blame the situation, yeah. blame your boss, blame your partner, blame your friends, blame the road, blame the M25, blame yeah. your car, blame your mum, blame your dad. It's always everybody else's fault. And that goes back to the Orbed model taking responsibility. Exactly. I just wanted to step in there because I'm just mindful of the time that we've got left. All right. And we've still got one more area to touch on, which is the social element where everyone around you is warm, loving, kind and friendly. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the last one. And, and again, a very important one. So you can take that one. Oh, I don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. Take I'm it. not very. I'm not very warm, loving, kind, and friendly. So you can stick that one. And you okay. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so you um, are to me sometimes. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm too. Sometimes you play with my hair and, <coughs> yeah. and gen gently stroke me. Yeah. I mean, I think the answer is in the question, really, or in the statement. I mean, in the question. Is that a question? question? Great question. Yeah. That question. I don't um, so. Is everyone around you warm, loving, kind, and friendly? No. No. Right. That's not working for me then. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so it's really pretty obvious if these people socially warm loving kind and friendly does it make you feel like that i do you are your social circle creating a negative response in you and are the people there helping you are they supportive are they warm kind loving and friendly and if they're not then you probably think they're not actually that relationship or that person or that element isn't working for you whether it's a it could even be a driving instructor it could be a school teacher it could be uh, your DTO practitioner is he? <laughs> uh, it could be it could be a therapist or whatever it is, but that's a really good as well as relationships and people. So, um, so so you're going to or even going to a venue where you might go to the venue and it makes you feel really uncomfortable, but you go there because you want to be seen there because you know that's where the place to go. And but it might actually be working for you. Um, so uh, so from a social element, um, that's that's also tied in with the environment, but it's a key thing and. Again, one of the things that I've learned is to have people around me now that work for me. 
I had so many people, toxic people in my life around me that didn't work for me. And and I wondered why my life wasn't working, Mm. you know? So, um, and I'm glad now, you know, the people I have around me are just fucking amazing. Excuse my language. And uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. So, um, so yeah, do you want to add to that? Well, so, so now you've, you've got those, those six things. How do you apply that? So I'm briefly going to give you a really basic way to apply it to start with. So start really small and start with just when you're going to a destination, you know, everyone generally has a way they like to go and a, a, a fast way, you know. Uh, and so you can either go on the motorway or you go on a country road. And what I started doing was going, well, is going on the motorway working for me? Do I really enjoy I mean, yeah, I get it a bit quicker, but do I really enjoy that. No, I like the country road. So do it with small things because you'll find that small things X-wife. will turn into, yeah. <laughs> it's like, my mic through Mike's if I said ex-wife. It's my ex-wife working for me. That's my ex-wife me. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I don't want to go there with mine right now. Not that no. she was a wife. No, 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 no. Uh, and, I want to uh, just say congratulations if you are watching. Oh, right, okay. But yes, that's going to confuse people, that is. Yeah, that is. Uh, um, I I doubt... My little boy's going to have a brother or sister. Right, okay. Right. So good. Congratulations. He might him. enjoy that. Might be yeah, good I think him. he needs I it. I think he needs it. Yeah, it's be good. Um, so especially this time what's going on. So at least they have some company. Yeah. Um, so, no, you can use it in small ways like that and then build. So Mike gave a really silly example. It was very funny. The ex-wife. That's a little bit too general, Mike. I get you being funny. I get that. Um, but uh, if, we take that, if we take that example, so a lot of people, they come to me and they've got problems with their ex. <laughs> and so you would uh, you would actually ask, is is them manipulating me working for me? Because a lot of people manipulate their ex. Is that working for me? No. Then go, well, what's the opposite or better? And wait for the answer. Yeah. And often the answer is for you to take action, not not allow them to manipulate you, yeah. not allow that to don't work. Don't make things okay that aren't okay. No. And then stay there, stay stuck. Yeah. And don't, don't accept the behavior and put a boundary in place. Yeah. But ultimately, once you've worked out it's not working for you, ask yourself what's the opposite or better, and then within a few days or an hour, the answer will pop in your mind. Yeah. Don't expect it to pop in straight away. You know, the, 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 the thing, like example, I gave about the ice skating, that came to me two days later, and it was such a simple idea, and it worked. Uh, but So the answer might come to you later. So once you recognize whatever it is is not working for you, just ask what's yeah. the opposite or better. Yeah, or if you're finding yourself just you haven't really got much of a, uh, a, a hobby, or for example, just saying to yourself, he's sitting indoors moaning, watching mainstream brainwashed I'm clown TV nonsense lies media. Is that working for me? Well, no, because it's making me feel negative. It's making me angry at the TV. It's making me fearful. Uh, I could take up fishing or I could take up another hobby. So even in everyday situations, when you're having a negative response for sitting there stuffing biscuits in your face, watching the coronavirus count go up and listening to all this bullshit, and it's making you angry and fearful, ask yourself, is that working for me? Is feeling like that working for me? No. What's the opposite or better? Well, the opposite would be not to watch it. Mm. So then what can I do? And then you'll find something that you'll like. So that's a really great example. That's the reason I stopped watching it. Because once I learned that and I realized it was causing me more issues than it was anything else, I just stopped watching it. I did the very same thing recently. And to be quite honest, out of this whole year, I've been absolutely fine with this whole crap, all of it. Because obviously I know what I know as well. But I've not had the media shoving fear down my throat and telling me lies. So. No, uh, I did the same thing recently. I was watching TV programs. I was on YouTube and... And as I say, it's not working for me. So I started watching comedies again. I started watching Only Falls and Horses. I started watching Miranda. I started watching things that made me laugh because there was just too much negativity on the TV or on YouTube or whatever. So I just started watching funny movies and funny TV shows. Yeah. And that really worked. It, you know, yeah. when I finished my day, yeah. I put on something funny, I'd laugh my head off. Yeah. Just for, just look at anything that you're doing. Like, because there's the sixth day, anything in your environment or anything, if you're, if you're feeling low spiritually or whatever it is, just go to those specific areas in your life and see if it's working for you. And just ask yourself, is it working for me? And just say no. And sometimes you'll know straight away just to just not do it and just and and then do go and do something else that does work for you. Or like John says, if it's something a little bit more deeper, something a little bit more of an issue for you, then ask yourself that question. Stop doing it. And then within a few days, you will get the answer. Your subconscious knows the answer to everything. I'm telling you that now. It's just that we are we live in this neocortex part of the brain, which is only equates to 5%. We live in the logical brain. We want everything right now. And we have very, very, very limiting processing power in that part of the brain. And uh, the big the big supercomputer exists in our subconscious, which we're not aware about which is our emotional brain, which we're all taught to shut off. But that's where 
all the answers exist. And when you actually go and ask yourself that question, it will work its way up to the top and uh, you will find the answer that you want and need. And it will be the right answer that works for you, yeah. not works for John, for example, or, or or listen to anybody else. We all, you know, I want to do what you want to do, Dave. Get yourself a motor, you know, go do, do a bit of track days. I don't like driving. No, that's what you want to do, mate. Yeah. That will make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it won't. No, that will make no. you happy. It won't yeah. make me happy. So we have to be a bit careful about that. So yeah. um, so is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, no, that's it, I think. Um, no, I, I, it's a great tool to use. Uh, if you're confused or you don't know what six things are, we'll, we'll put a post below. Just let us know. We'll write. We'll just go below. through them quickly again. So emotionally, you feels, it makes you feel happy, joyful, and peaceful. Mentally, it makes you feel uh, fo focused, clear, and have mental clarity. Physically, which means generally physically strong and uh, motivated and, and energized. And energized. Spiritually, feeling grounded and connected. Uh, does it in your environment make you feel generally safe and secure in your environment? And socially, is everyone around you warm, loving, kind, and friendly? Including yourself. Including yourself. So, uh, so yeah. So those are six things memorize them learn them and start asking if things are working for you and you'll gradually find that you can start changing your life when you recognize they're not working then ask what's the opposite or better and then start you'll start making better decisions because you're then asking yourself what's the opposite or better and as steve said you know the answer so it's a great way for your unconscious to bring up your own answers yeah. rather than asking someone because we're always looking for outside for the answers and we're always yeah. looking for to be rescued or saved or whatever actually we do yeah. know the answers to us and when we start doing that more we start becoming more intuitive of our own our own self what we like what we don't like and once we start using this thing it starts to speed up the thing comes naturally yeah. sometimes you'll just go away well, this is not working i need to do that and, you, and it happens instantly rather than but it is a bit of a process and a learning procedure because generally we're not programmed to think and act and operate in that way no. uh, Maria, uh Rhea, yeah if you want to book in on monday please yeah you're more than welcome to uh just give me a call or message me and i'll get you booked in she's just asked so she can book in so oh brilliant uh, fantastic so, uh, yeah if you want to come and see me on monday i'm actually quite free monday he's so. very good i don't know who taught him but he's brilliant <laughs> he's so good Shy. I've got all shy now. I You've just, gone all shy. Yeah, He's gone bright red. Yeah, oh, I can warm my hands up on yeah. that. That's lovely. That's oh, <laughs> well, that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if you want to come no, seriously, me. he is super good. I genuinely mean that. I'm, I'm, I was teasing, but he is super good. Yeah. He's very good at what he does. Yeah, so Maria's come and seen me a few times in the past with some stuff. So, And I haven't seen her for a while. So it'd be nice to see you. If you want to come and see me, uh, yeah, drop, uh, drop me a text and uh, I'll book you in and we can uh, work on your issue and get rid of that for you. Um, so, Am okay. I interrupting your booking system? Is my uh, yeah, so new booking system? Interactive. Interactive, interactive booking system that's it Love. i'm gonna be your secretary in a minute know, i'm not putting on fishnet stockings i'm not doing it a pencil skirt maybe but no stockings okay good well i'm gonna hold you at that <laughs> so, right okay you cool. may have to hold me to the skirt i'm not gonna get any otherwise oh, you um, Absolutely. No. anyway right thank you for watching we hope you enjoyed that if you have any questions post below please like it share it post it out um it's a very great it's a great tool to use um and we hope you get a lot of benefit out of using that yeah uh, so yeah so you can reach find me if you want to work with myself or on any issues problems etc uh please uh go to healingthemind.co.uk my brand new website which looks damn good yeah who did that for you I by don't the way know. some some guys with glasses and a beard really now, i've got to say john's done a great job on my website so thank you very much yeah there's some stuff to go up there have you put that up there yeah. no not yet no so some more ups but i've got obviously my new website to so go in there uh, and go to healingmind.co.uk or you can find uh, John on uh, the DTOsystem.com yep. uh, or you can get either of us on the insideoutaffect.co.uk uh, um, go and check our YouTube channel out which is uh, Inside Out Effect with Stephen and Jonathan and uh, or go back onto our personal uh, Facebook feeds and you can go back and read all of our stuff watch previous yep. podcasts and keep in touch with us via Messenger, yep. Telegram <laughs> yeah <laughs> Basically, any way you like, or yeah. you could just text us. It's much easier. Yeah, you know our number. Um, yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so, thanks for joining us. Really, really appreciate your time. We thank yeah. you for taking an interest in what we do. And obviously, please, like John said, share this information. We don't, you know, this is from experience. This isn't, you know, stuff that we're reading out a book and repeating. It's not for our ego, etc. Because we generally care. We want to help people. We do help people successfully. John's been doing it for twenty years. I haven't been doing it for that long, but um, I'm still having just as good success. So, um, so please take on board what we're telling you because this stuff is tried and tested and it works and uh, you know if you can apply this stuff into your life it's just going to improve
improve your life and make your life better. Mm. So um, so that's all I really want to say. So thank again. Thanks for joining us. We will be back maybe in a fortnight uh, or maybe next week or maybe in a fortnight with another uh, episode of the Inside Outfit podcast. I've been your host, Stephen Jakes. This has been my good friend, Jonathan Shaw. And so um, we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, Jonathan, you just say goodbye? Yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And from me, cheers. Thanks. Good night and uh, au revoir. Bye. Embroil.